Welcome, 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 one and all, to another edition of the Alamonte Show Report. I'm your host, Don Alamonte Morris. Oh, man. Can we uh, finally give uh, Kaepernick his roses, please? Flowers, roses, whatever you want to call it. Props. Because this man single-handedly exposed the NFL for what it always has been. A money-making machine of our brothers and sisters. Black men, majority black men. And just exploiting them. You would think that it would only stop in the NCAA. You know what's going on with there. Now they finally play, paying players and people trying to justify why you shouldn't pay players. Um, first, first of all, number one, you got just like an NFL athlete, they can get hurt at any time. Two, only difference is with the NFL and the college player, college players got student loans. If they're not on full ride scholarship and even on the full ride scholarship, they still have to live way below their means. They living in dorms, came before food. Got to work a secondary job. So at least you can pay them for their lightness. But that's a whole different story. We're talking about the NFL. NFL where majority of the players are black. You only got, what, four black head coaches? And you barely got, you got no black ownership of any NFL team. Where people sitting there saying about Kaepernick, he shouldn't have done that during the National Anthem. He shouldn't have made it political. But we got things that, not things, but we have already organizations being represented by the NFL, like breast cancer. Also, the military. Also, um, support your charity with the cleats. All these other organizations that are being represented in the NFL, but nobody bats an eye at that. But it's political. When you got a player who says, I'm not going to stand up for a national anthem that still oppresses black people, kill innocent black people, and spark the movement. I would say reunite and movement. And now look at the NFL. At first, the NFL didn't want to bulge. They didn't want to make no move because at then they had the President Trump. I can't believe I'm using both of that in a sentence. But as the President of the United States sitting there intimidating Roger Goodell, and Roger Goodell didn't move until finally Trump got elected out. And now all of a sudden, Black Lives Matter. Because when the athletes were uh, finally called sons of bitches, then they all of a sudden, all the black NFL players were like, you know what, F that. We're going to kneel. Or when Trump was going after all the NFL owners, and then all of a sudden, Jerry Jones, me as a Cowboys fan, now all of a sudden, he wanted to kneel. But what I'm saying is, all those events that have happened in the NFL to now, or either expose the NFL for what it is. Well, I'm just keeping it at that. I think exposing is all that you need to know and all that needs to be said. Kaepernick, he, he was the one that unveiled 
the elephant in the room about the NFL. Now, all of a sudden, the NFL is playing the um, the Negro Anthem before the American um, National Anthem. Crazy, huh? And that's all because of one man who wants to get back into the league. And now they got an organization for social justice. That now that is a part of the NFL agenda. And when I say agenda, I don't mean that's a bad thing, but it's part of the NFL agenda. And it's all due to Kaepernick. NFL, the NFL owners, Roger Goodell, and the Players League just did not wake up. Like, hey, let's start talking about social justice. Because, you know, we are a reflection of America, and majority of our players are black. And we want to do this. Now you got NFL coaches really exposing themselves on how they really feel. Like earlier this uh, week, freaking, um, what's his face? Jack Del Rio, who was the next Cowboy player himself, who's now the defensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders, a.k.a. the Commies, basically said that, uh, you know, who cares about what happened in January 6th? But look what happened during the Black Lives Matter protests. Look at all the violence that happened. Look at all the businesses being lost and all that stuff. And said that January 6th was just nothing but a dust up. Really? I almost did a show entirely based upon him, but it just goes back to why I changed it to circle on Kaepernick. Because Kaepernick has open the can of work. He has opened Pandora's box on the NFL. Tell me I'm wrong. He has opened Pandora's box on the NFL, and the NFL cannot do nothing about it. They can only keep Kaepernick from playing for so long. But back to Jack Del Rio. A dust-up January 6th? Excuse me. To be completely honest, I think that should have been black people doing that. It should be black people after over 400 years of oppression. You know, let's put Jim Crow on top of that. Let's put the war on drugs on top of that. Police brutality on top of that. FBI infiltration on top of that. The inequalities of owning a home, redlining on top of that. So many things you can put on top of that for us to have a reason to have done all those things on January 6th. But it wasn't. And don't get me wrong, it was probably one or two or three black people that was a part of that insurrection, that domestic terrorism that happened on that day. And Jack Darrell want to call that a dust. If you love this country, no matter what side of the aisle you stand on or whatever your political affiliation is, you should be 
pissed off of what happened. If you love this country, you should have known out of your heart of hearts that what happened on January 6th was evil, wrong, and unjustifiable. That is nothing to be celebrated, jump up and down for, and be like, yeah, you know, the American people had enough. Had enough of what? Majority of those people that was in that, in that resurrection, resurrection, insurrection, were white. From rural areas. Probably a couple of them came from the city that just didn't like the city because it was too liberal. But majority of them came from rural areas. I guarantee you. Come from counties and counties that you probably never even heard of. Areas of the country you never even heard of that you got to look on the map to see that they were telling you the truth. Or areas that you probably heard of that have a real dark history. But Jack Darrell call it a dust-up. But let's go to let's, let's let's go to the middle of the road with him. Let's let's let's, let's go the middle of the train tracks about him saying that uh, Black Lives Matter, the protest that was happening during when Black Lives Matter was really coming on the rise, and all those uh, protests that turned violent. Let's let's get one thing straight, Jack Darrell. You're right. A lot of violence did happen. But my question is to you, what caused the violence? People that was peacefully protesting or the police that was dressed up like could easily, easily can be confused with the National Guard, which they're not. That caused all that tear gas. All that stuff. Beating them up upside the head. Forcefully arresting people. So who really caused the violence, Jack Darrell? What, what, what news outlet you was probably watching that told you that it was Black Lives Matter that's caused all that? Stop, Jack Darrell. Your white side is showing. You surround yourself with black people every day, which are athletes and players, which you will yell at them if they get a play wrong. But you wouldn't yell at them to their face if it was outside of the uh, football facility. Let that sink in. But to continue on, when you talk about the businesses that were destroyed, like we're talking about targets, we're talking about corporations that are in these areas let's use Minnesota for example and people looting and all that stuff first of all let me uh let me uh spoil your um argument and kill it and crush it target can recover walmart can recover the small businesses out there like one video where one brother, and I think it was in Atlanta, one brother was like, well, my organization, you know, because all these protests, they 
destroyed my business and they didn't know that I was black. That does not matter, sir. That does not matter. Now, don't get me wrong. Were there some people that was going out there destroying businesses and all that stuff? Yeah. But then also, did you know that majority of them were not black? They were of the Caucasian persuasion. They were a little bit lighter, way lighter. Vanilla. Milk. I could go further. White paint. <laughs> Those mozzarella sticks. Yeah, I could I could go, I could continue going. But you get the point. It wasn't chocolate. It wasn't black. It wasn't even light skin. And then think about this. Those small businesses has a thing called insurance. I don't think any business, any small business will be opening without insurance to cover them when things like this happen. So I don't feel sorry for businesses being destroyed. It's unfortunate. But hey, but anybody talking about the wars that are happening in Afghanistan and how many homes got destroyed there? No, we're not. Or in Iraq? Oh no, we're not going to have that conversation. Casualties of war, as they would call it. So what do you think it does not apply here in the States? Think about that. Only difference is they have insurance. So let's not feel sorry for all the businesses that got destroyed in this, um, what happened during the Black Lives Matter. And then also, did I mention there was also some infiltration of the Black Lives Matter with the police officers that would go around and do those things? Huh? But... But Jack Devil, you ain't gonna talk about that, huh? And let's say if the Black Lives Matter protest was violent, do you think they have every right to be pissed off? If you keep telling the police and keep telling your freaking congressmen and women, your local legislatures, the state legislature about stop killing us, and they continue to do it, how pissed would you be? So all in a nutshell because it just hit me if you think that what happened with the insurrection because they was pissed off how the government is going because they was mad because Trump didn't win and they did what they did you will understand what Black Lives Matter was doing if they were violent a double negative Jack you should understand both sides you should be in full support of Black Lives Matter if they were violent. Just like you did with the January 6th. So make it make sense, Jack Del Rio. And any other head coach or any other player that believed that what happened in January 6th was a dust up. Because if you believe that January 6th was a dust-up and it was extremely violent, 
then you would say the same thing what happened when Black Lives Matter was marching. And what happened in those towns? What happened in those cities when he was doing the marching? I guess that was a dust up too, huh, Jack? No, Jack. And then you try to say in the, in the interview, well, it wasn't an interview, but a press conference where you were saying, well, you know, I get along with everybody. The typical white man's white woman response. I said what I said. White man, white woman response that people that think like you, that believe just because I'm in good friends with black people, I'm all right. I can talk about these things because I'm friends with them. My wife's friends is friends with one of my black friends' wives. We're cool. But until they start saying the things that you don't like, let's see how long that friendship lasts. Do you actually... Are you actually down for your friend? Well, not only just your friend, but people that look like him or her. You work with black players almost every day because the NFL season is coming around real soon. Do you actually care for your fellow NFL players or fellow NFL coaches or people that look like them? Not because they're your friend. If you see... That black man is getting his ass handed to him by police for absolutely no reason for it. Just a, just a regular, you know, getting a ticket. But now he is fearing for his life because he's getting his ass beat. Would you care? Or would you say he should have complied? Because you can sit there and say, well, I'll be down for my friend. I got my friends back. But it's not just your friend that's being oppressed. It is the people that look like him that is being oppressed. Because me, I got different um, types of friends. I got this one friend. Um, he's Asian. I believe he is Japanese. I am not going to just defend him and have his back when things happen to him. If somebody of his same ethnicity is having issues and problems, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to stand up because that's what human beings do. Not because I just know him. No, people that look like him. I'm going to give that same energy that everybody is treated equally. Jack Del Rio, you are the white people that my mom and that society warns us about. The one that was smiling your face. But then when you really need them, they either got your back way back or the ones that will sell you up shit's creek. I feel sorry for every single one of those NFL players that plays for this man or who have played for this man. Because I guarantee he is the epitome of that one white dude that says, I'm not racist. I got 10 black friends. But rather than saying he got 10 black friends, I work with black people. 
I trained them to get them ready for Sunday or Thursday games. I'm around them every day. Like that's a badge of fucking honor. People, watch out for men like Jack Del Rio. They're not your friend. They're not your friends at all. They're not even your associates. Be careful. I almost do it every day. Be careful. Because people like that are the ones that will sell you up the creek. And they're the ones, if they want to, can try to show their dominance on you. Be careful. Which circles right back to Kaepernick. Kaepernick opened up Pandora's box and Roger Goodell, Jerry Jones, and the rest of the NFL ownership and NFL lackeys and insiders cannot shut that door cannot shut that box it might as well be a door <laughs> because Jack Rio is not the only one like John Gruden you think John Gruden's the only one Jack Rio just showed you nope <laughs> hold my beer and guess what I give it by another month it gonna be another NFL coach that's going to put himself in hot water as well. And he's going to be saying, hey, hold my beer. Watch. Just watch. And majority of them were the ones that was telling Kaepernick to shut up. And now each and every one of them is getting exposed. And I'm here for it. And once again, I said what i said and ladies and gentlemen that will do it for me don't forget to subscribe i am currently uh had to stop working on the exclusive content you know i'm moving um so i'm just getting my stuff together so i just wanted to stop and get some content out there for y'all um but if you want to subscribe i dropped the price down i didn't know i had at what ten dollars something i got it at i think five dollars so um once i start to do some exclusive stuff i will let you know but right now i'm keeping it free but i want y'all to subscribe I'm, I'm dragging that on but yeah subscribe to me for more great content ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in and may y'all all have a great day night or morning wherever it falls on i've been your host Alan Monte Morris. thank you for listening